The following sermon was preached at Tower View Baptist Church. We are a gospel-centered, relationship-driven church that exists to know, grow in, share, and serve Jesus Christ. We do all this for the glory of God. For more about us, please check out our website at www.towerviewkc.com. Hey guys, this is Pastor Darren. Hope you're doing well today and coming to you from our house actually today, this afternoon, and uh, just taking some time to go through what we do each week here at Tower View. We've had a few Bible questions come to bear. Pastor Nelson is on vacation this week and he is actually out and uh, off the grid, so uh, we're going to do this today just uh, solo. Uh, welcome. My name is Darren Smith, uh, Senior Pastor at Tower View Baptist Church in Kansas City North, just by the World's a Fun Water Tower uh, off Interstate 435. Our website is towerviewkc.com. Towerviewkc.com is our website. So we just had a couple questions come in today, and uh, we will have uh, these just come up. Before we get started, if you have a Bible question, we'd be more than happy to uh, help you answer that question to the best of our ability. So please feel free uh, to to let us know uh, about that in the comments, or if you want to share this page, we'd be more than happy to, to go over that with you. So the first question that we had today was, and, and this came from an anonymous question, was will there be marriage in heaven? Will there be marriage in heaven? And this is a great question because I think it really ask something that we 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 know I think most of us know the easy answer to this or at least a straightforward answer from scripture but we also struggle with because we don't uh, want to think about if you're married or if you plan to be married um, life without your spouse so what about marriage in heaven it's a great question well as we know in heaven we're going to be reunited with all believers we have known in this life so if we know someone here in on earth who is a Christian, no doubt we're going to know them in heaven someday as well. Not including those folks who are Christians who we've never met before. And we'll be united with all those we've yet to meet. But Jesus is very clear about this, is that, that, that marriage, earthly marriage... Uh, on earth will not be continued in heaven. And so we see this, and I, I've just written down the references here, Matthew 22, 24 through 30, uh, particularly verse 24, uh, uh, starting verse 24, where the Pharisees come to Jesus with a st story about a man who marries a woman and he dies. And in, anyway, this man ends up marrying, or this lady ends up marrying all the brothers, and, and, and they ask the question, well, whose will she be in heaven? And, and whose husband will she be? And Jesus makes it very, very clear that, that there will be no marriage in heaven, that we will be like the angels. Not that you are an angel, because they're, they're different, but you'll be like the angels. We don't know exactly what our relationships uh, will be with or be like with one another in heaven, except that marriage is not as wonderful as the relationships that we will have then. That's what we know. You can look this up in Mark 12, 19-25, or Luke 20, uh, 28 through 36. So that's what we know. It, it, just to be clear here, this is not to suggest that marriage is not an incredible blessing. If you're married, you know that's the, not the case. It's a part of God's plan um, in the ideal setting. Uh, in the Garden of Eden before the fall. You see that in Genesis 2. And it's still a wonderful gift. 
But it appears in the Bible marriage is an institution reserved only for this world alone. And heaven will have something even better for whatever that is. Now, so to be clear, we're not like our Mormon friends. We don't believe in eternal marriage or eternal spirit children or anything like that. The Bible is very clear. You can, again, read it in Matthew 22, Mark 12, Luke 20. Jesus makes it clear that there is no marriage in heaven. And so... This is a great question. I don't know who submitted this. It was an anonymous question that came in to me. Uh, but if you have questions about that, feel free to drop that in the comments. That's our first question today is what about marriage in heaven? What about marriage in heaven? We just answered that. Again, my name is Darren Smith. We're from Tower View Baptist Church. And this is our weekly time to answer Bible questions that have been submitted just to today. If you have a question, feel free to drop that in the comments. Or you can go to our website. I'm going to pull up the, the link here, towerviewkc.com. And I believe it's Ask the Pastors. Uh, let me just pull that up and uh, double check that. But these are questions that real people have asked and things that have come through. Yes, Ask the Pastors. And I'll drop that in the comments here uh, as we go through. It's now in the comments if you want to ask a question. The second question that came through today that I want to go through is uh, a question that I think is is a great question and this person asked not to be named though i know this person personally but the question was can you be saved can you be a true christian can you honestly be regenerate and still follow a false teacher so it's an excellent question and the short answer is yes absolutely you can be deceived think about peter think about even um uh peter at at a couple points peter when he denied christ three times but also in galatians 2 when peter was acting like uh the gentiles when the gentiles were around and when the his jewish friends came around he wouldn't uh follow the 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 truth that god communicated to him that that in acts 10 when he was with cornelius that, that god shows no partiality and so even peter had, had times you see the churches of of Revelation, the seven churches in Revelation 2 and 3 were led away, even though they were true churches held by Christ himself, they, they were true churches, they were led away. So w when one is initially saved, they, they normally know a little of the truth, and, and they're all familiar with the elementary truths of salvation, you know, even though they can't fully explain it. Someone who's a new Christian believes those things. But salvation is not dependent on how much you know. It's not Gnosticism, to use a bigger word, but it's rather whom we know, right? It's it's a relationship in Christ in which one will grow in spirit and in truth. And so the Bible says this, and I, I just written down some references. It says, it tells us that there were also, this is a quote from 2 Peter 2, 1. Uh, we're actually teaching on this on our page day by day on our daily devotionals, uh, Tower Reviews page. It says there were also, 2 Peter 2, 1, false prophets among the people, just as there are also false prophets among you. Peter writing to these Christians. And, and he goes on to say they will secretly introduce heresies, even denying the sovereign Lord who brought the, bought them, bringing swift destruction to themselves. 2 Peter 2, 1. So it is possible, if you are a Christian, to follow false teachers at times. And John warns us in 1 John 4, 1, he says, quote, Don't believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they're from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. And so sometimes, uh, you know, Mark 13, 22 speaks to this, sometimes the deception of teaching, false teaching, is so well disguised at times that you 
can say, as Jesus said, they may even deceive the elect. Jesus said, for false Christs and prophets will rise and perform signs and wonders to, to lead astray, if possible, even the elect. So it is possible to be a Christian and still not understand everything fully and completely, and even to submit to false teachers at times. So here's just some very practical advice. First off, as a Christian, study the scriptures for yourselves. You know, be a workman who's not ashamed. Second Timothy two five. You know, uh, as Romans twelve one to two. You know, Paul said it this way. He said, "Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind." Acts seventeen eleven. The Bereans checked out Paul's message and searched the scriptures. It says to see whether it was true. So, so you need to know, Christian. You know the the scriptures for yourself. And secondly you need to submit yourselves to those who know and live the truth. You can see this in Ephesians 4. This is why being a member of a church, being a, being a covenant member of a church is so important because pastors and those in leadership are called to guard your soul. They're called to watch over your soul. They're, we are not perfect, but that's our call. So study the scripture, submit yourself to leadership in the church who know and live the truth. But, but thirdly, continue to examine what they say and do. I always tell our church to check the words I'm saying against the scripture. Make sure what I say um, is, is derived from scripture and not my own thoughts or own prejudices, but from the authority of scripture alone. And finally, you know, another practical thing is, is, if, if, is if you are into false teaching or you feel pulled that way, is to confront them where there appears to be uh, discrepancies or dis uh, continuity in their words and in their deeds. I mean, isn't this what Matthew 18 is all about? If you know someone who's in false teaching, you're to go to them one-to-one -one and say, Hey, brother, hey, sister, you know, I, I understand that you're into this, but do you realize that that can lead to this? And so this is why it's just so important. This is why it's so important, as Hebrews 13, 7 says, to obey our leaders and submit to their authority as ones who watch over your soul and must give account. We must obey them so that their work will be a joy, not a burden, for that would be no advantage to us. We need to study and understand the Word of God and sit under the teaching of the Word of God, even in these COVID days, as you can. And, and, and so get under that and get under that truth. But Christian, don't think just because you're saved, you cannot fall into the sin of false teaching. Be aware, be, be, have your antenna up, so to speak, but, but always know the truth for yourself. All right, guys, those are the questions we had this week. We had just a, a brief time to come in. What about marriage in heaven was our first question. We said Jesus said there is no marriage in heaven. Our relationships will be different, although we don't have that de uh, concretely defined. And then we just answered the question, can you be saved and still follow false teaching? We said yes and gave some practical suggestions. So at this point, guys, thank you so much. I don't see any uh, comments or questions in the comments. So we're going to wrap it up. Again, if you are uh, not a Christian, thank you so much for joining us. We're so grateful you're here. And if you do not know Jesus as your Lord and as your Savior, just want to encourage you to message us, drop us a note. You can call or text us at 816-368-1330, 816-368-1330. We'd love to, to tell you more about the greatest story there is. That is that Jesus Christ, the God-man, came to die on that cross some 2,000 years ago, and he took the punishment 
punishment you deserve. He took the wrath you deserve. And, and on that cross, Jesus absorbed all of God the Father's just and, and righteous anger against sin. Because you have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, uh, dear non-Christian friend. But the good news is, is that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He didn't just die. In fact, he was buried. And